everyone, welcome to another episode of Carry On Friends, the Caribbean American podcast. I am excited to have this discussion with my not one, but two guests. And so, Kathy, oh my goodness, you finally end up on the podcast. I feel like I've known you a long time. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Carry On Friends, Kathy. I am so happy to be here. Yes, at long last, we've been mutuals on social and now like we're finally doing this i'm so happy yes it's it's one of those things where because we connect so often with people over social media you feel like you know them and then you realize this is the first time i'm actually hearing your voice actually no i take no that. we did a zoom we did, we did a zoom, zoom. yes yes one or two right yes yes let's take that back but <laughs> with covid the time runs on so we can't really tell if it was pre-covid so Thank you for being on the podcast. So happy you're here, your family. So why don't you tell the community of friends a little bit about who you are? They may get a hint of which Caribbean country you represent, but tell them anyway, and the work you do. So I'm Kathy Kareem. I'm from Trinidad and Tobago, and I am a filmmaker. I'm a writer, director, producer. So I'm working on an animated feature film, and it's called The Caddy Club. It's my first feature. And it also happens to be the first animated feature coming out of the English-speaking Caribbean. So let's pause there and just take a moment to celebrate with snaps or whatever it is. I am so excited for you and <laughs> the crew and everyone who's been working on this production. So really, the first feature animated film coming out of the Caribbean is like, I feel like that can't be right. English-Caribbean. Yeah, exactly. I have to be really specific about that because based on my research, and I could be wrong because you know how sometimes with our films, they don't reach a wide audience. And so there might be one hiding somewhere that I don't know about, but from my research and from um, what people in the industry have told me, the Spanish-speaking Caribbean was first to do animated features. And then the French-speaking Caribbean came second. The English-speaking Caribbean hasn't done one yet. So even though um, we're still, you know, producing this, I should say it's the first feature film emerging from the English-speaking Caribbean. And yeah. This is amazing. And it's why I wanted you to be on here to have the conversation because the implications, it's huge, right? Not only regionally, but within the diaspora, right? So talk to me a little bit. What's the title of this feature animated film, what inspired you to start it? And yeah, let's tell the audience about it. Yeah. So the, the name of the film is The Caddy Club. It's about these kids who are in a school vacation golf camp learning to play golf. And then they find a magical portal on the golf course. They're like, what? <laughs> There's a magical portal on the golf course. So they cross over this, to this magical world through this portal. And there they meet with these older folks who are ancestors and who tell them, hey, y'all don't know us, but we know you. And we come from basically your history. And we want to give you these special gifts. And they have superpowers because we need you to save the world. But you're going to start with Trinidad and Tobago. And you're going to start with your friends. And then we'll get to the rest of the Caribbean and the world. But you're going to save the world. And so the Caddy Club is a superhero movie about these kids. And what inspired me to write it was, um, I think, the conflation of two things. One 
is one of the most significant presences in my life. My grandfather was a golfer. He was a black Trinidadian golfer, which is not a very common thing, right? And so I was impressed by him. And I was also impressed by his work with um, kids from all over Trinidad, including kids who are from areas that people would call at risk. And so I, I love that he gave them opportunities to learn this sport and be good at it and travel and like maybe broaden their world a bit, right? And then anybody who reads the news sees that a lot of our youth, Black youth around the world are in crisis, um, crisis situations because of, you know, the legacy of inequity that still plagues our communities, right? And all of the repercussions of that. So I really wanted to tell a story about our youth empowering themselves to be like, not anymore. (laughs) Nah, it ends today. And that's how the Caddy Club was born, from the the completion of those two inspirations. Wow. So to honor your grandfather and, you know, gain inspiration, but also a message, you know, because um, youth violence or violence period is something that is an issue in the world. But as we are Caribbean folks, you know, we are talking about what's happening in the region and in our communities here in the diaspora. So. Now is a good time to segue to our other guest for the episode, who is Selena. Selena, welcome to the podcast. Hi. Hello, hello, hello. Kathy, why don't you tell the audience a little bit about who Selena is and her affiliation with the Caddy Club? Selena Savancent is the actor that was selected from a nationwide casting call to play the role of Keisha, who is the leader of the Caddy Club. The gift that she gets in the movie is the crown of wisdom. So with her wisdom, she leads the Caddy Club to fight crime. And Selena is um, a very dynamic and energetic performer. She caught our attention in the casting session with her effortless charm and what seemed like just innate talent. And then later on, we learned that she was also a musical talent. And when we, you know, started working on a teaser from the movie, which was a song, she just blew us away with her vocal skills. Um, So Selena is just an incredible talent. And I'm, I'm very lucky and fortunate to be able to work with her. Selena, what an introduction you get. So tell me, how are you feeling playing the role of Keisha? What has this experience been for you? Originally, I'm going to be honest, it was a bit cringy when, we, when I found out the superhero aspect of it, but it grew on me, like actually being able to play a superhero. Like I didn't think it registered in my brain, oh, you're going to be playing a superhero. And now that it just so thin, it's amazing, especially with the cast and the crew. They're just lovely. It's a great working environment and work in space for your first time. Now, as the film talks about youth and violence, can you talk a little bit about how this impacts how you maybe talk to peers? Because um, for the audience who who may not be aware, Selena is a youth. You know, she is a young actor under the age of 18. So 
the subject matter involves her age group and her demographic. So Selena, I'm just curious as to what you see and how you think this film is going to impact young people, not only in Trinidad, but across the Caribbean or the region and the diaspora. I really think this is going to open the eyes of the youth into the aspects of crime and how it starts out and how it manifests in the children and then we have to pay attention to them. I think it's going to open a lot of eyes in not only the adult community, but in the children's community as well. Thank you. So, Kathy, you know, as you are putting together this animated film, Tell us a bit more about the work that's involved, because I think a lot of times and, you know, we're part of this conversation. Rachel has been on the podcast. We talk about how we want to see Caribbean representation, but how challenging that can be from a practical standpoint, because making films costs money, et cetera. So talk to us a little bit more about your experience, even just the actual production, recording, filming, the animation, everything. If you could go a little bit more into detail, who are the people? Give us a bit more insight into the process. Sure. So there there are two main parts, I would say, of the process. There's the creative side, and then there's the financial side. Because movie making, just like any other business, is a business. So there's the financial side, and then there's the creative side. So I'll start with the financial side. Um... The financial side is a challenge for everybody in this in the film industry, right? Because we have to raise money to make these movies and it can be very laborious. <laughs> I have plenty back and all to share in that regard. Um, right after the casting session where we found Selena, <laughs> um, we had an investor who verbally really expressed interest in joining the project. And then once we started moving into the paperwork, the investor pulled out. So I had to go tell the cast and everybody that, psych, we're not going to move out of this movie right now. And then COVID hit and all the money started closing up because everybody's wallets, of course, were tightened because of the, you know, the pandemic, right? And the economic repercussions of that. We casted the lead cast in 2019. For a two-year period, they just sat not knowing like what was going to happen and how we were going to move forward. And then during that period, I started um, I started creating a, a fund out of my personal investments to start moving the project forward. And then I started putting out feelers for what are some of the vehicles like grants and um, public support um, in terms of you know uh, government financing. And um, business support organizations in Trinidad that are looking specifically to support filmmakers. I started reaching out there and I started getting tips about, okay, you can go here for grants. You can go there for grants. You can get support. If you have some personal investment, you can get your investment matched with these people. And then there was also, um, I have two loyal supporters on my Patreon page. Feel free to, to join if you want to raise that number. <laughs> but those two loyal supporters, let me tell you, their contribution helped me keep the websites up and gave me some money left over to like invest in marketing. Um, so those, those are the real, real main ways that I, I financed this thing. And uh, I've been getting you know, more and more information about where I should look and where I should apply. And thankfully, the ball keeps rolling. 
and I keep getting emails, even if it takes a while sometimes, I keep getting emails that says, oh, this grant was approved, this application was approved, this funding was approved. And so, so far, I've been able to put together over 25% of the budget. And so, you know, I'm working on getting the rest and I'm confident that we'll get there based on how things have been going. So that's enough about that side. But I have to be realistic and at least mention it because it's part of the process. So now the creative side, which is the fun side. Okay, so um, I'm a writer, director, producer, which means that the script was all on me. And the script itself was a process. You know, I went through rewrites, but I got really good support and notes from people both abroad and at home. So, um, I know I have one colleague who um, I want to mention, Sonia Dunn. She is a producer who is based in D.C. And, you know, she just reached out and has been offering her expertise. And she gave me some really crucial um, tools at a key point in my rewriting process that helped me make that script so much better. And then, you know, a lot of inspiration came during the writing process. And I finally got to a stage where the script was good. And once the script was in a, a fairly good place, I started looking for people to bring the art together. Through my company, Storyplay Media, um, I did a competition, a character design competition that got applications from across the Caribbean, some from the U.S., uh, the, the winner of that competition was a designer named Patrick Mikkel out of Jamaica. And so he did the lead designs and poster for the movie. And that's when we really started to be like, okay, now we can see this movie, right? We have a poster. We know what these characters look like. And so that really gave us a big boost. It actually got some people in my inbox asking about investments. And I'm continuing those conversations. And, you know, it's helping me move forward. And in terms of the rest of the creative team, we have um, somebody who's on board to do post-production when we get to that. Her name is Ayana Harper. She's also out to Trinidad, based in Toronto, part of the diaspora. And then we have a music and sound team who's also standing by. And we started to make connections with a local animation facility who we are very hopeful can work with us to bring out those visuals that Patrick started to develop. So um, that's pretty much how we've been building the team. And it's an overview of the kinds of support that we've been getting. We've also been getting a lot of promotional support from both the region and the diaspora, from beautiful people like Carrie Ann, from Soka Mom, Eva Wilson, Rachel Osborne, like all these women who just make me feel so loved and supported and help me get the word out there about what we are producing. So we've been getting a lot of that kind of support to help us build audience. And of course, you know, once the real marketing push starts, we'll have to put some, you know, real advertising money behind this thing. But for now, this really helps to help get the awareness out there, you know? Yes. And one of the reasons why I also wanted you to be on the podcast, you know, the audience gave some feedback last year in our focus group and in the survey. And one of the things that came up, you know, people wanted to find content for their children or nieces and nephew. And I think this is a great opportunity because there's not many content or animation for targeting black kids or kids of color, whichever term people want to use much less going very specific from a cultural perspective. So I think this is just really an exciting feat that you are working on. So based on everything that you've said, like when are you anticipating the release of the Caddy Club? I don't want to drop a date yet. 
because I don't want to disappoint anybody. But I will say that you should follow Story Play TV. And once we have that release date, you'll be the first to know if you follow. I also want to mention that the movie is lots and lots of fun. We're dealing with some serious issues, but you know, Caribbean people, we have the, you know, um, a spirit that is so resilient and we always, um, you know, find love and fun and they don't worry, be happy spirit and everything. Doesn't matter what you're going through. Doesn't matter how intense the struggle is. You find a way to be cool and have fun, especially when you're a kid, right? So I just want to mention that we talked about some serious issues, but it's a fun, fun movie and it's a musical. So these kids are singing and, and having a good time. And um, another way that you can keep abreast of the release date is you can pre-order the movie for free. So you can go to storyplay.tv, just join the pre-order list. And that means that once we have the release date fixed, um, we have an internal one right now, but I just don't want to put it out there because we're still raising the money, as I mentioned. So, it, you know, the timeline can be shifted depending on how that thing goes. I get it. So you answered the other question I was going to have ask, which is where can people watch it? So it's going to be streamed from storyplay.tv, which uh, we'll make sure everything is in the show notes. And I want to go back to Selena a little bit. How were you able to to navigate, you know, it's like you said, um, Kathy, it's a heavy topic, but, you know, Selena and the young cast have been tackling this topic. So what impact has the weight of this topic and the expectations have on you, Selena, as a young person? Um, when I read the script, spoiler, I haven't read the whole script as yet because it changed. <laughs> So I haven't gotten through the whole thing. I'm so sorry, Kathy. But um, it really changed my thinking of how I should like put myself out there. Like I started changing the way I talk and certain aspects that I would think, oh, it's just normal. It's just normal things in the Caribbean. I started um, second guessing like what I was doing. Like, is this really okay as someone who's going to be in this movie and going to be kind of like a role model for children so I had to put on my big boy pants and kind of mature a little bit and I think it comes with the role and the reading and the, of the script and stuff so you're saying that the responsibility of the role but even the character itself made you more self-aware about how you are carrying yourself and I think that's an amazing transformation or experience, you know, just that level of self-awareness, because I feel like as people, whether you're an adult or a young person, self-awareness is so critical to how we carry ourselves through the world. So that's so amazing to hear. So before I go back to Cafe Selena, what are you most excited for or looking forward to as you go through the process to complete the finish reading your script and recording and the process of this movie launch. What are you most excited um, about slash looking forward to? The music, the music. I'm a huge music enthusiast and I just want to be able to get back on your mic and sing again. Yes, yes. And I love that we're adding real Caribbean flair with the dog barking in the background. So I love it. And I was hoping that I could get more crickets effect in the background because I'm missing. <laughs> That's my guard dog. That's my guard dog. <laughs> uh, the guard dog. Somebody's at the gate. Um, 
So talking about music, one of the things that's happening is a song just bust, as Selena just says. So talk to us about the song, Selena, since you're excited about the music. The song is called Show, and it takes place where everyone has gotten a gift except Ryan. So Tamika, that's my sister in the um, movie, she wants to test out the powers. You know, She wants to be a little gremlin. And me being the mature one, be like, nah, 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 we can't do that because they gave us rules. We got to follow the rules. And it eventually spirals into all of us just trying to show whose powers are better. And it's just really, really fun to see everybody singing about their different powers, except Ryan when he tries. He's a little subpar. But anyways... It's a really nice and fun and catchy song that you can feel like a superhero with. Oh, thank you for that. I'm not going to play the song on here, even though, I mean, technically, Kathy has the rights to the song and I can also include it in a podcast. But I think um, I'll just include that in the blog post and the show notes where you can listen to the song show off and actually a whole Twitter thread about, yeah, after you listen to this, go show off what your superpowers are, you know? So if you can, so show off your superpowers. If you can dance, show off your superpowers. So Kathy, coming back to you as we wrap up, um, you could tell me a little bit more about your thoughts on the song and what you're looking forward to in the future and how the Carry On Friends community can support you. I think Selena did a great job of talking about this song. It's exactly that. It's, um, you know, the kids have just gotten their ancestral gifts, their superpowers. And I think it's a, a really, I think confidence is just so important. And sometimes we shy away in certain aspects of our culture from depending on, you know, where, you, where you're from and things. Certain parts, pockets of our culture are super braggadocious, right? But then there's certain pockets where it's like, oh, no. You don't speak highly of yourself. Who do you think you are? Especially in a female body. So as a woman and a writer, I wanted to show these kids being like, you know what? Don't underestimate me. I got stuff. And I wanted to make everybody feel like, you know, it's okay to be like, I'm good at this stuff because you have God-given talents. Why not celebrate them? Everybody has something that they're good at. Just celebrate. Like that is the best way to be grateful for the life and the, what you've been given, you know? So that's my thoughts on the song. I think it's a great thing. I, I think it's a gratitude kind of song, you know, just being grateful and like being like, hey, also, it's also kind of like in the spirit of things like wow, which is a Trinidadian tradition that's a, like stick fighting or like a dancehall clash where you have like, you know, so it's in the spirit of that kind of thing, which is very much a part of our history and our culture. So it's in the spirit of that kind of like, hey, nah, nobody can test me out here. So you better try again, right? And that is important. Um, and how can the community support? If you'd like to support the Caddy Club movie, join the pre-order list for free. And um, that lets us show that our community is waiting for this movie to come out. So let's not keep them waiting any longer. All right. I'm excited about it. And I can't wait for my boys to kind of see it. And um, I'm just really excited for you, Kathy. I mean, 
you've been doing work and you know i'm i'm super super excited for you and excited about the film and the young cast and what this does and represents from a caribbean creative you know film industry perspective so super super excited so um we'll make sure we drop your social media in the show notes as well you know kathy this is great we have to do it again on some other topic but until the next time as i love to say at the end of every episode walk good <laughs>